You're listening to the Brew Time Podcast, a vegan content marketing podcast. I'm Kiani, your content mentor for your vegan and sustainable businesses. Join me today for a virtual brew where I talk about why having a vegan brand doesn't always mean creating vegan content. And you're going to come away knowing what you need to do to create better content for your vegan business. Today's virtual brew is sponsored by The Happy Tea Company. This is a sustainable tea company that grows their products right here in the beautiful Worcestershire countryside. So grab a brew and let's talk about vegan brands not always meaning uh, vegan content. Oh, that title was a bit of a mouthful this week. Um, I wanted to talk about why having a vegan brand doesn't always have to mean creating vegan content. Now, there are some amazing product-based businesses out there that have really planted their flag in the sand when it comes to creating very much vegan content. And I absolutely love it. And I love that they're... I'm, mostly, I'm thinking right now about VFC, how their branding is so on point and their messaging is so on point that they are listed in in the big supermarkets they've got those amazing adverts i mean i loved their how they used their trolls off social media and turned them into um adverts i thought that that was absolutely brilliant so i love the stand that they are making and I also love the stand that Wicked are making. If you shop at Tesco, you've probably seen Wicked Foods. And their their tagline is absolutely brilliant. Um, it's just food for eaters, I think. I can't remember off the top of my head. But they cross out the vegan food. And I think it was for meat eaters. And they crossed out the vegan and meat. And it's absolutely, it, you know, it's spot on and it's there. But there are businesses that are run by a vegan team or they have a vegan owner and they might necessarily not need to put out vegan content. Um, and it's, I'm going to get into this a little bit more as we go along, but what it is, is understanding about who you are selling to, first and foremost. If you are selling to people who are vegan or on that vegan journey then you may well need to really ramp up the vegan content that's not to say if you are not selling to those kinds of people if your if your product isn't i mean we're mostly we're talking about not food-based products but even food-based products it used to be years ago that if you opened a vegan cafe or started a vegan business there was so little option out there that all the vegans would flock and buy to support and because they they wanted to get the products. Now, people eat vegan and plant-based products and they buy vegan and plant-based services for more, more complex reasons. It's more than just about being vegan. And I think this goes down to um, making your target audience or your niche vegan that's no longer good enough anymore. And what also I see is happening is that a lot of the businesses that are run by vegans, 
and that have that very clear message that the majority of their customers are not vegan and so their buying decisions are very much different and so how you market to those people and how you build content that helps those people is very much different. Take for example someone who lives in a house with maybe just one vegan in the household their buying decisions is very much different to the person who's vegan they might be um, being supportive they might be being curious or it might be for totally utterly different reasons like the many reasons people buy these products are not necessarily because of the impact on the planet and on humans and on people it might well be because they just really like the thing that they're buying and it solves that problem for them. So before you even start creating your content pillars, and it's very easy as a vegan business owner to just go, oh, well, I can just create loads of content around being vegan and that will do it. It won't. It really, it won't do it. It might get some interaction and some traction, but not as much as if you truly start understanding your audience and that comes down to normally I say it comes down to the analytics but it doesn't here it comes down to your market research it's understanding when you're building your product and service what your ideal audience wants but it's also understanding what the wider audience wants and this a market research shouldn't be done just once at the start you should keep doing it to keep checking in with people to make sure that what you're doing and the message you've got and the content you're putting out is actually helpful to selling whatever it is you sell. And the next thing I want you to consider when you're creating content for your, for your business is the journey that that customer is on. They might well be nowhere near the point of um, being vegan to buy your product they might be fully fledged meat eaters and they just really like the taste of it they might just really resonate with some of the things that you're saying and the reason I'm saying this is because I see a lot of businesses wanting to just work with vegans and just serve vegans when actually when you're doing that especially if you're a business that really ha is purpose-driven and hasn't wants to make an impact on the world you're kind of you run the risk of preaching to the converted what you want to be doing is just taking people on your journey with you and there's also um you also need to look at if you are just serving the vegan community which is absolutely fine if that's what you are doing you also need to look at the journey that they are on within themselves so me as a vegan when I first um when I first went vegan years ago I mean I've been vegetarian from for most of my life and then when I turned 20 went vegan and me then and me now is a totally different place so a lot of um, vegan products and services I don't feel are marketed at me because I don't really have that much of a use for them because I've just kind of got on with it for years and 
it's more for the people who are sort of dipping their toe in the water and finding out what they need. And also sometimes it's not even about that. I was chatting to the, about this with a friend and I was saying to, to her, I'm like, well, have you considered sort of broadening the vegan side of it and narrowing in on the problem side of it so that when you're talking to them about the service you provide, you can kind of show them what's possible without telling them what to do. You can kind of show, and it's you know, it's a little bit lead by example. So you can still plant your flag in the sand without banging the drum all the time. And you can reach more people that way. And this, this is very much for those purpose-driven businesses that really want to make an impact and change the world. And it's the same if you're a sustainable business. If you want people to be more sustainable, you've got to go to where they are. You've, can't, you've got to go meet them at the point that they are at now and hold their hand and bring them with you. And sometimes that means having content that opens a conversation and so there's very different ways to do it. This is why it gets quite complex because you, when you're thinking about, you know, your content plan and what you're going to put out, you really need to think quite clearly about the strategy. And your, and I'm going to bang on about strategy a lot, but you really need to think about your strategy and goals because if you're just dumping content out there and hoping for the best, and I would always say, you know, it's good to turn people off. It's good to say this is not for me. But you've got to be careful not to turn off the people that you want to actually reach. And you've got to do it in such a way, like no one likes being told what to do. So you've got to do it in such a way that shows you are open to conversation and to having discussions and debates and opening up that, well, what do you think of this? There, there is generally no right or wrong answer just different perspectives and it might be more about seeing things from other people's perspectives now that's all very nice and fluffy isn't it like you've got to consider all these things um but how do you do it and if you nail like the who your audience is and who you're aiming at and where they are in their journey and how you're going to take them to the next point in their journey and i'm being very vague because i'm being very understanding that this is a podcast chatting to you giving very generic advice and I can only help you so far on a podcast because I don't know your business and understand your particular audience you've got to do this thinking yourself you've got to sit and work this out yourself and figure out who they are where they are on their journey and how much of your content actually needs to be vegan um just before I get on to how you do it, I just want to tell you um, a quick story. So years ago, I didn't used to post anything about being vegan because I didn't really think it mattered in terms of my business. I went and did my thing in my way at home. In my That was separate. It's my home life. And then for my freelance work and for my clients, um, you know, they all kind of knew I was vegan because be sitting there eating I don't eat on Zoom meetings. I'd be like going, oh, I found this amazing cafe at the weekend and this amazing vegan cake and, and having those kind of conversations. So you kind of do find that out about people. But I posted a couple of years ago when I'd done my first fell race a picture of me in my vegan runner's top 
and one of my clients, and she just started with me, she said, oh, I didn't realise you were vegan, I'm vegan too, and then I was chatting to someone else, another contact on LinkedIn, and I suddenly went, oh, you're vegan as well, and she went, yeah, I just never talk about it, because it's, you know, it's not relevant to my business, and I think there's a little bit of law of attraction going on, in that you may not outwardly all the time talk about it, but if you're talking about your values and you're putting them front and center of what your content is, you will attract the right kind of people to your business. So you do not always need to be like, I am a vegan and this is why I believe it. You do not always need to be, I am an ethical and sustainable brand and this is what I believe in and I'm going, I'm on this mission. Sometimes you just need to be you and put your values front and centre, put your personality front and centre in order to attract those people anyway, if that's who you want to work for, if that's who you're selling to. You might be selling to someone else completely different, in which case, you know, you'll, you'll find your group by being yourself. I don't want to use the A word, I think it's overused. Um, and it's, the thing is, and it's happened, it happened, you will, if you think back, if you reflect on this, you'll see it happening throughout different parts of your life. Like, when I first moved to London as a student, I found out that me and some other people that I went to school with that I hadn't seen for a couple of years were all kind of living in the same cluster in London, in, within the few streets of each other. And when I went to um, parties and things, and I'm talking about, like, work-related parties, not house parties, um, and gatherings and stuff, you'd find all the northerners sort of gathered in a corner together. We'd, we'd signal to each other with our dulcet northern tones. But you you would, and you'd find people like you, and you just sort of magnetise towards them, because you can kind of see through like how you speak and what you say in your body language. And that's kind of what you want to convey in your content online. So how you do this and how you go, wave your hand and go, hey, I'm here, come work with me, is through your branding and your tone of voice. And making sure that they are consistent. Like, if you look at some of the most outspoken, notice them vegan brands and vegan leadership people out there, it all comes through their branding and their tone of voice. And this doesn't mean you need your colours to be green. Just want to say that. There is so much green out there. Um, I'm chuckling because it makes me chuckle. Um, my, mine is pink and whatever the bluey greeny colour. Okay, I said the word green. Um, but it doesn't need to be green. It needs to be you. Or it needs to be the the colours of your brand. You know, it, And the tone of voice, the way in which you write your content absolutely needs to be consistent and consistently pulling through this message of your values. You can absolutely include veganism in there but you might want to think about what other things you do want to include that are relevant to your audience and the idea is it's so that your audience can build online a relationship with you and start to get to know you and I'm saying you, it might be you as the person as the person who leads the business but it might be you as in your company's brands and details 
Um, so just think about how you do that and even if you don't feel like you need tone of voice guidelines, just start writing down how you want things to be put forward, the messages you want to convey. Just make a little note of it somewhere that you can refer to every so often. I do this. I, I do like, I, I say folks instead of people because that's how I talk. And I generally think most of my audience is in the UK and I put little notes in. I put one on my newsletter the other week that I was having a bit of a do, or my do. And I had to put a note in behind saying, for my non-English readers, this means haircut. So I was talking about hairdressing and content. Um, so there's that. So it's, yeah, it's about getting your branding and tone of voice. Then you want to establish your content pillars. You need to decide on the basis of who you are and who your audience is and how you want to communicate to them. What are your content pillars? What are your talking points? If being vegan is one of them, awesome, do it. I would say this is sort of one of my, even though I've like pivoted this podcast like this to be a vegan, vegan and sustainable podcast, it, veganism as a content pillar probably comes underneath in terms of the content I put out about saying stuff about data and knowing your analytics and probably exercise and some of the daft things I do um, in terms of my content pillars. It's not it's if not one I pull through all the time, but I pull through some of the time. And you need to think about what your content pillars are, what your talking points are. And also if you're doing SEO your talking points, your content pillars will be slight, might be slightly different for SEO for any social media marketing you do, although they should be very closely related. Um, and I just want to say that a lot of this might seem very much focused on product-based businesses, because when we think of vegan businesses, we often think of them being, you know, like the things we use, fast-moving consumer goods, like our food and our snacks and our drinks and um, makeup and skincare and the things you go find in the chemist. But actually, um, there's a really good vegan HR and she works solely with vegan-owned businesses to help them with some of the very specific needs they'd need have as a vegan business. And you have lots of vegan service businesses and for them it's a personal choice whether they want to work with just vegans or with other businesses and it, again it's putting values first now you might be like me and the two people that got in contact with me who are vegan own a service-based business but do not make that their this is only who I work with and that's absolutely fine too. It's, but you, what you will find is that the people who you do work with will have very similar, if not the same values to you. And that's what you want to put out there. So there's, I'd say 50% of my clients aren't vegan. I don't know. I haven't done the survey. I have no need or intention to do a survey, but their values 
are very much in the right sphere for me to want to work with them. And that to me is super important because when they do ask questions and sort of, you know, they'll go, oh, well, I've tried this the other day. And we do share like um, really nice cake recipes and stuff and really nice places that we've eaten. And it's really nice to do that. And it's just a point of connection. And that's what you need to see as so being a vegan brand does not always mean creating vegan content. A lot of the time it does. But just think about what it is your audience wants and where you want to put plant your flag in the sand in terms of the messaging you want to give. And I hope that you found this episode helpful today. And please go away and think about your branding and your messaging and your tone of voice. Just go think about those big things because they don't take time at all, do they? Um, Next week, I am chatting again about sustainable content and how you can best build a sustainable website. It's an interview with Kaylee from Kakadu Creative. She is absolutely awesome and the go-to expert on building sustainable websites. Um, Her agency is absolutely fantastic and I'm really pleased to have had this cool interview with her so I will see you next week thanks